Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for the Respawn Podcast, baby. Let's go. Cue the clapping, please. I love it, man. Jeez. Welcome back to episode three. Lou, please say how's it to all the peeps. How's it, peeps? Nice. I like the hype. (laughs) But listen. Man, we're on episode three, and we were so excited about episode two. We said, hey, are we a big deal now because we did two episodes? But now we are on three episodes, baby. Two, 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 two. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go, boy. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty excited. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it, it's, I think we're slowly settling into it. I don't know. Um, um, we'll, we'll see. We had 20 minutes of starting anxiety. So I don't know. <laughs> the, the settling can be debatable or debated. But um, actually, I was asking, I was asking a couple of people that we're doing the watch party with for the first episode, and I was like, "Guys, when can I consider myself to be famous? When can I consider myself to say that the Respawn podcast has made it?" And what was the answer? There's differing views, man. Some people were saying after 200 likes, others were saying after 200 views. Then we get the guys with the highest standards. They're like, "No, no, no, it has to be a thousand. I'm like, a thousand views or a thousand likes. They're like either one." Just a oh, thousand. okay, a thousand. Four okay. digits. Well, we're on our way to a thousand. So, yeah. I like it. Well, look, I mean, we, we had a hundred views now for episode one, so that's great. You know, uh, episode two is launching later this week, uh, obviously at the time of this recording, you know. So yeah. um, it's really exciting. And I, I think, you know, the, the part that warmed my heart the most mm, is all the comments, uh, the feedback, the absolute hype. We just want to say thank you to every single person who watched subscribe liked and shared man it, it gave us a lot of hope i think people yeah. are excited about what we're trying to do here yeah 100 percent. from our side thank you to everyone that watched the first episode like bash said we're on uh just over 100 views now which i think it's a milestone it's, it's sure. a it's a place to start it's freaking awesome the the social media platforms are doing well the snippets and the shorts they're not doing too bad i see the the one about the rome question that's coming up in uh, episode two at the time of recording did pretty well so hopefully that captured some some people's attention. So yeah, I'm very excited and I'm excited for episode three, man. I believe Jeez. it's going to be just as juicy if episode two is anything else to go off of. But um, what's been happening, man? Yeah, what's been going dude. On since uh, episode two, bro. Yeah, it's been a bit crazy. Eh? You know, I was explaining to uh, uh, I think was it yesterday? Yeah. You know, I was explaining to everyone. I feel like you you know you're just getting along with your things and then you're blinking and it's a week later. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, like, where's the time? I, w- I was telling myself, you know, before I sleep every night, I should just like take yeah. my phone and then just like record a, a minute vlog to say, okay, Bash, this is what happened today. This is what you did today. These are the people you spoke to, you know, so that when I get to the end of the year, I just want to like make a montage and then watch it back because sometimes, dude, it's, I'm just like, what? Oh, that's hilarious. I'd, I'd, I'd subscribe to that, man. I'd love to, to get an insight into your daily, day-to-day operations. But to be honest, I'm feeling the same. Can I tell you how it's broken down in my mind? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So it's, it's, it's Sunday. And when I look again, it's Wednesday. And when I look again, it's Friday. And then it's Sunday again, man. It's like, those are the three checkpoints on my, in my week. But everything in between, like even now, like, Hey man, what's been happening in your week? What's been going on? What have you done? Who have you seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, um, I can tell you if it was Wednesday what I did. I yeah, can tell you what yeah. I did on Friday. And I remember Sundays pretty well. Everything else is a blur, man. And then we just had the public holiday. So the whole calendar mentally is just like one day confused. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's weird. Yeah. 
It's weird because now now we go into like shorter weeks. Everyone's yeah. more intensified, you know. <laughs> but the weird thing for me is, is like I'm checking. I'm like, wait, am I working enough? Then I go back and I check. Oh wait, I have done so much work. This is fantastic. Okay, let, let, let's just keep going. You know, <laughs> it's a good problem to have, bro. No, it is. It is. But it's I don't know where where the gap's going. But anyway, listen, <laughs> viewers, if if you can give some advice as to where this gap of time is taking place for us, uh, please let us know in the comments. We'd appreciate that. But other than that, Lou, at the time of this recording, I am very, very upset that winter's back. Like, I don't get it, Bria. What the heck? I get no ways. I'm done. Why is your face like that? Bro, that's lame. Like, that's lame. You just what? need to get over this this obsession and this wanting for summer, man. No, I mean, really. I don't understand why anyone would literally choose. And this is actually the problem with the entire friend group. FYI, for the audience, the entire friend group has this problem. They'd rather be choosing to be sweaty and lethargic in summer sweltering heat than cozy and comfortable on a nice cold afternoon. It's weird. No, dude, you've got it completely wrong. No one is sweaty and lethargic in summer, right? Everyone is. Not even, what? Not even close. Listen, dude, in summer, I am at my peak performance. Nah. That is it, bro. In winter, I'm like a freaking reptile. I don't want to move, bro. Okay, I, okay, I don't. Okay, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to think. It's even a. It's even a stress to make coffee in winter, bro. Nah, but it's an absolute pleasure. There's there's reward at the end of the suffering, Bosh. Which is what? Warmth, comfort, delicious caffeine. Ah, you see, now we're getting somewhere. And to your point, right? The weeks have been disappearing. That don't happen in winter, my man. Because in winter, everything's cool, calm, and collected. No, it's because you're suffering. When you're suffering, time goes slower. That is, that is my viewpoint. I'm holding to it. That is it. That is it. You hold on to it. You hold on to it. We'll make a poll about this because I disagree. I will disagree until the day I die. It is what it is. Okay, right. Well, yeah. well let, let's agree to disagree. Okay. I'll tell you what. There's two other seasons. Shall we just be neutral and choose one of each of the other ones? Which one? Um, well, autumn isn't that enjoyable, so we can go with spring. Okay, spring. Spring's a happy medium. Hundred <laughs> percent. We'll bounce it on spring. You see what I did there? That was hilarious, right? We'll, we'll bounce it. We'll, we'll bounce it on spring. Do, do you get it? I, I said it timelessly because I wanted you to spit you your water out. Water in my mouth, man. <laughs> that was my plan. That was my plan. <laughs> You're a fool. You're a fool, man. Yeah, it's, it is. You know, I'm, I'm a barrel of monkeys. Speaking of updates, Rod, mm. I came across like the coolest acronym on planet Earth today. <laughs> I need to share it with you. Okay, let's hear it. Because it kind of describes you. It kind of describes me. It completely describes the podcast. So the acronym is WYSIWYG. Have you heard of that? I'll literally give you money if you can tell me what it means. Wussy Okay, but you got to spell it for me. Nah, 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 nah. That's too easy. Okay, one more, one more time. Say it one more time. Wussy wig. Wussy wig. So be... I, I can put it in context for you. Yeah. So like, let's say you go, um, let's say like, uh, I don't know, think of your favorite performer, right? And you know what to expect when you see them. You're like, yeah. We go into his concert. It's Wissy Wig. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. It's Wig. Okay, so we're going to see my performer. It's Wissy Wig. It, it's whatever is super important with important gravity. That, that's what I want to go. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh damn, that's funny. I no, tried. Okay, yeah, give it to me. Just give it to me. Just give it to me. Are you ready? I'm gonna try to be. If I fall off my chair, that will cut it out. Let me add like a dramatic effect into this. Okay, remind me to do it in post. Yeah. What you see is what you get, brother. <laughs> Who is that, man? It's Wissy Wing. Huh? Oh, Wissy Wing. W-Y-A. Okay. Yeah, what you see is what you get. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. I'll take that. I'll take Dude, that. Uh, I won't even go into the story of how I came across it. But yes, it was it was hilarious, man. It was just, it was good comedy. And yeah, everything's now Wissy Wig for me. <laughs> if anyone's got a re- problem with what they receive from, from Lou, from the Respawn, Wissy Wig. Wissy Wig. That is it. So, yeah. so, so when we post uh, uh, this episode and all the reels, we're gonna say hashtag Wissywig. It's a great idea. <laughs> that is a great idea. That gives me captions for a full week. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I think we're gonna do that. Wissywig one. Wissywig two. Wissywig. <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get, baby. That's it, brother. Yeah. But I think I think part part of the uh, the feedback that I really also enjoyed is that everyone was. Um, Everyone loved how simple we kept things and how real it was, you know. Yeah. Which, which is what we mentioned in episode one. You know, we said we were going to do that, and we said that, um, you know, we're not going to overcomplicate things. We're going to keep it practical. We uh, uh we'll kick off this episode just uh, with what we discussed towards the end of episode two. You know, um, I'm wait- I'm still waiting for all. The- Obviously, we're still waiting for all the feedback from episode two. We had a yeah. we had a great time on episode two. Jeez. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, myself. It was yeah. good listening to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I, did I do most of the talking? Okay, no. Well, but we'll check. We'll, we will dub that Bash's episode. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, well, tonight we're definitely going to change that up a bit more. That's for sure. Because I think um, I think what everyone's going to appreciate from episode two or what they, they have appreciated about episode two is uh, the practicality of it, you know? And yeah. uh, like we always said, I say like we always said, but it's really only episode three. But still, we've always said it, you know? It hasn't we've been always said it. <laughs> yeah um we want to keep it practical we want to keep it real you know if it's not real it's not helpful if it's not practical it's not helpful you know yeah um and we've touched on a few things in the first two episodes um where we have drawn contrasts between all the kind of self-help and christian views and you know that kind of stuff that's out there right now you know i yeah. think we, we have voiced our opposition towards most of it uh yeah. because I think partly because we've tried it, you know, and I think what we're going to get into tonight, people will see that uh, we've actually tried these kind of recipes and self-helps and shortcuts and hacks and, you know, all these things. And we've tried the, the, the mythical or mystical uh, beliefs about God, the impractical ones, you know, mm-hmm. um, and those haven't worked either. But, you know, what, hopefully what we can share tonight will at least help people to uh, realize that, you know, we have a practical approach to this and it really doesn't matter where you are in life whether you, you know you're a teenager starting off or you're in your 60s you know 70s 80s whatever it doesn't matter um but i think they're gonna see that you know maybe if we take a step back and we slow down a bit we're gonna have a much more pleasant journey yeah 100 percent. that makes mm-hmm. sense and a large part of what we were talking about in episode two was the idea of the process and what the experience of that process is and Already back then, when we were busy recording episode two, it popped into my mind that it's so crucial that we remind the audience that it is so imperative that when you're finding yourself in the process of any sort, whether it's a massive decision, a small decision, 
whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter. It is so imperative just to slow down and remind yourself of where you're at. Whether you're just reminding yourself that you are indeed in a process and whether it's the first time or the second time or the hundredth time that you've done that, it's crucial that you just slow it down and just almost take stock, right? If I can use that to see where you're at, what's happening, and then just to gauge, you know, gauge what's happening. Like, hey, I'm actually, am I doing fine? Yeah, am I not doing so fine? Could I tweak a bit more focus in this area? Um, uh, Maybe overshooting a bit for this part of the process, that experience, because, and Bash, you made an excellent point where you're saying that, you know, everyone believes that they're destined for greatness. And Mm. yeah, it's, it's, I would say it's a good, it's a good ideal to hold on to, but it's also pretty useless to your point. You know, just you know, because let's let's just let's, wait, wait. Let's let's just break this down, right? So, from the time that you're born, right, your parents are always telling you, God willing, that hey, you're gonna be a success one day. Hey, mm-hmm. you're gonna be great one day. You, my boy, you can do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. you just go for it. Okay, where do I start? Yeah, you know, and it seems great then. Like, hey, I'm gonna be an astronaut when I'm six years old. But then, <laughs> by the time you're 18, man, you just like, whoo. I just got through my trick. I just got through my last year of high school and I literally don't know where to go from here. Yeah. hundred you know? percent. So yeah. it's like that, 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 that feeling of greatness disappears on the plus side. Sometimes it stays there with the person and they still hold on to it. And they've already done a few things to prove it to themselves. You know, they've won talent shows. They've done this, they've done that. They've become really good at a sports. They can talk in front of people. They've got a lot of friends, whatever the case is, mm. but what is the destined for greatness? What is the end goal there? Yeah. And what are they even seeing that as? Because is greatness being famous? Is it just helping themselves? Is it mm. setting something up for the family? Mm. So like, Bash, honestly, my, my question to you is that the sense of greatness, where does it come from and who confirms it or what confirms it? Because every single human being seems to have it. Yeah, 100%. Look, I agree with you. Jeez, like it. I think, and you know what's interesting though, right? To your point, that, that, that part about when you're so young, and, yeah. uh, and you know it's it's so funny is that everyone gives you your dreams. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Like like I was convinced I was on a trajectory to be a pilot. Oh wow! Yeah, I, like that was it. Freaking cool. Yeah, like I was. I'm like I'm gonna be a pilot. You know, and obviously uh, somewhere along the line, I don't know either my parents or family members or whatever it was. This this thing was made you know aware to me. It was planted. Yeah. Inception. No, I'm kidding. It was. <laughs> yeah it was planted you know and um and man i stuck with that i'm gonna be a pilot i'm gonna be a pilot and pilots are so cool dude you know as an adult how violently airsick i get dude that's crazy (laughs) this is the first time i'm hearing about this dude motion sickness in me i don't know what happened brother let me tell you even like like if we go to a theme park like gold reef city yeah i can do all the rides like i'll do all of them except the ones that spin Oh wow. Dude, spinny rides, I am out, bro. And also that's the thing terrible. the thing Those that's like the most fun. Dude, the thing that's out with me is my lunch. Let me tell you, bro, it's bad news. My apologies to the viewers for that graphic imagery. Okay. Well, but, it's just crazy that you can go like 200 kilometers in a car but not and not be affected, but then on a spinning ride, you're affected. Yeah. I, I don't know, dude, cuz listen, I I've been around Kailami Racetrack yeah. in a BMW competition edition. Right. And I was, I was hitting over 200 Ks on that racetrack, like full cornering, you know, everything. And man, I I was, I was a four away. I was loving it. Yeah. But then 
for the next lap when I had to be the passenger. I'm like, stop this. <laughs> stop. Dude, I, I walked back to the pits. It was that bad, yeah. dude. It was like really bad. So don't ask me how that works. Okay. But I think it, it's it's just because you're in control as the driver. Wait, 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 wait. WYSIWYG. Huh? Wizzy, WYSIWYG. WYSIWYG. <laughs> that is it. I, I like WYSIWYG. WYSIWYG is cool. Yeah. Um, but you know that Destined for Greatness thing is such a, it's such a crazy thing because for me, it set me up for so much disappointment. <laughs> Brother, preach. <laughs> That's one point I wish I couldn't relate on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's 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 like as you as you're growing up and and you know um you get a clearer view of uh um of what life is like and what it's about. You know, yeah. <laughs> you you just get really disappointed. You know, I mean, Luke, l- l- let's talk about. I mean, you you when did you matriculate? Recently, right? It was two three years ago, I think. No, a bit longer, but five right. or six. Right. Five, five or six right. years ago. I'm sorry. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Okay, six years ago. That. Okay, six <laughs> years ago, right? Now, do you remember grade 11 and grade 12? Unfortunately, yeah. Right. Now, now, as yeah. much as, now I know you were always an academic guy, I get that. Mm-hmm. But as much as there was a lot of hard work and everything, was there not like this, this crazy gusto in you? Like, man, I'm, I'm going to take on life. You know, like, like, like the limits are off. I'm, I'm just going to fly, you, you know? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then to be honest with you, it comes to an end pretty quickly. Well, at least for me, it did. Because then, like, I matriculated and I start working. And even before then, I was starting to see the signs. It felt like I was in the matrix in a sense. Because I was like, <laughs> literally, nothing is what I thought it would be. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? And it's not that they were bad. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not that it was bad or anything. It's just that the picture I had in my mind created from a whole bunch of things. Mm. Dude, mm. the expectations were way, 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 Dude. way, way too high. So, yeah, a lot of disappointment. But the gusto was there. Yeah. Definitely. But, but did we not create the – the? because, I mean, I did the exact same thing, dude. Like, yeah. like man, my, my friends and I at the time, we even did this thing where um, they, they put – it was this game, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And you put all these kind of descriptions in a hat, you know? Okay. And, and the hat would go around, and then you put it out, and then, okay, we read this. Okay, who's going to be first to, you know, whatever, you know? Yeah. And then the group would vote for that friend. Yeah. You know, whoever they think it is, you know, kind of yeah. thing. I liked what I was voted for. I was like, geez, that's that's pretty cool. I won't I won't disclose that, but it, it's fine. No, no, just disclose it. Now <laughs> that you're that you clearly want to. Come on, come, spill the beans. <laughs> okay, okay. If if you had to say, like this is back in school, what what would you think it is? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not gonna even entertain this. You need to tell me. <laughs> just guess. Guess. What would you th- what would you think it is? I've heard stories of what you were like in school. So I'm gonna entertain. <laughs> I wasn't that bad, disclaimer, bro. Disclaimer, disclaimer. The bash you're getting now is not the bash you would have gotten then. Yeah, she's praising Putting the it out there. That's for sure. <laughs> the bash you would have got then would have been bad. Well, anyway, I was... I you was like uh, the Andrew Tate on you if you were still back. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, maybe worse. <laughs> oh, Lord. But I, w- I was voted first to be a millionaire. Ah, well, I can see why they did that. I think you'd still get that vote if I'm honest with you. Well, praise the Lord. Yeah. Well, we, we, we're still on our way. We're not there yet. We're so far from that, but it's okay. <laughs> as long as we've left the station. That's good. the thing. As long as we're moving somehow. But, but the point is, right, is, is that when you have that feeling, you know, that gusto mm. that we're talking about, you know, you form, you form a worldview from it. Yeah. You, you know, you, you can't explain it, but there's just such a, a fire, you know? It's like, man, I can conquer the world, you know? Yeah. But 
what happens is, is we go out there and then we're met with other evidence. Mm. And then we realize it's like, wait oh, a minute. Oh, this wait is Wait a... a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then that's when that matrix, that matrix, uh, um, move comes in, you know? Yeah. And, and the problem is, is, is that, you know, that disappointment is so hectic yeah. that a lot of people never really recover from it. <sighs> Maybe without realizing it, yeah. Yeah. That's actually very true. And you can actually see that from the, the rat race that they fall into. So the rat you know? race is, is the test because how quickly, right, when people see this kind of system in front of them or, you know, whatever it is, that yeah. they realize, okay, well, that, that's gone. <laughs> you, you know, and they, and they just go with, okay, I, I can slot in there. That's cool, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And, um and I think I think what I what what we need to discuss a bit is everyone has that feeling at some point in their life. You know, some people meet disappointment very early. Yeah. You know, um, oftentimes it's met with, "Sorry, my son, my daughter, uh, we don't have money to send you to university." Yeah. Okay, that's like main disappointment number one. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because unfortunately, that's the model given to us. You know, that's that's how we can only be successful. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, it's true. Um, but you know, when we when we look at it. We all believe that we are, we have that gusto, you know, but unfortunately that gusto only lasts long enough uh, or only lasts as long as we have an environment to cultivate it. Mm. You with me? The minute we're met with limitations uh, that go against that, yeah. it, immediately we, we feel disappointed. Yeah. It's like, ah. Oh, Man, I just I just wish I could have done that, you know, and um, mm-hmm. you, you know, she's unfortunately, you know, what whatever it is. So when we look at it, we have this sense, but what reasoning do we have to hold onto it, even when we don't have an environment that can facilitate it? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a pertinent question. Have you got the answer for us? Well, well, I don't have the answer. I'll tell you the answer I found. It's not my answer, right? All right, well, let's hear it. Yeah, well, the, the thing is this, is that, you know, we need a reason, okay, Yeah. that is beyond the limitations of our environment. Okay. You with me? Now, a lot of people, a lot of people hold to the thing. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes disappointment's really hectic. And sometimes, you know, life is like, geez, circumstances, environments, everything gets hectic, right? Yeah. Sometimes you, you just can't avoid that. It's just how it is, you know? Um, and people are just like, look, I know I'm going through. It's fine. But it's actually, it's actually like a last-ditch hope, you know? Yeah. It's like, listen, yeah. I'll think about something material when this passes. I'm so, you know, w- whatever it is, you know? Yeah. But, but the truth is, is that if we had a, a justification, a, a reason, if we had an a, a absolute qualifier, yeah. As to why we will walk in this, you know, it would materially change our approach to that disappointment. It would materially change, you know, how we, how we see the environments changing or how we respond to them, you know, how we start thinking about ourselves. Yeah. Are you with me? Because that disappointment of, I'm going to be this one day, and then that doesn't happen. You know, and you've heard stories about people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, and they say, you know, when I was your age, man, I was on track. I was on track. I was going to, I was going to, I was going to, you know. And, um, and, you know, I've always been someone who loves stories like that. So, like, ever since I was very young, you know, 
I would always sit around the older people and and find out. Okay, tell me your stories about of life. Tell me what you wanted to do. You know, um, yeah. you know, like for example, my dad. Right, he he actually told me. I asked him like, you know, dad, because he's in production. You know, so he runs factories and yeah. you know you know manages uh, procurement and all that kind of stuff. So. So I'm like, Dad, is this what you wanted to do? And you know, he told me, he's like, no, I actually wanted to be a, a, a boilermaker. Okay. And I was like, what? That is, that is really cool, you know, kind of mm. thing. But he was like kind of telling me the stories and it's, it's those kind of things. It's that he had it in his, in his heart to do it. Yeah. But he was met with a disappointment. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like, either, whether it was money, whether it was uh, studying limitations, you know, whatever it was, you know. Mm. And... um. And you hear these stories that, oh, when I was your age, uh, um, I was going to, I was going to. And as a young person, you know, I, I, I really, really took those lessons. And I thought to myself, you know, if I get to that point in life and I look back and I think, of, it might affect me really hectically. Yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. like, because they always say it with this deep exhale, like, you know, like, yeah. Well, it's, it's sort of what I mentioned in episode one, those, the glory days. Yeah, 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 100%, 100%. And, you know, people, it's not that they, they're sad about their life or, you know, whatever, but it's just they never really recovered from their disappointment. You know, it never, it never stopped them in life. They still went on and, you know, they, they, they did what they wanted to do. They had families and, you know, whatever, everything was done, you know. Um, but one could argue that the gusto becomes less in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's a good point. You know, that's a good point is that that, that gusto just kind of gets a bit dulled, you know? Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. And, um, and when, you, when, when, when you look at it, I, when I went through the same thing, because I had a plan, okay? okay. And I had a plan. I was going to take this trajectory and this was going to be it. And man, when that plan fell apart, dude, when that plan fell apart, I was going to have, I, I wasn't ready for the crashing down that was going to take place, you know, in my own heart. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you see, what I did was is that I based my entire success as a person on me achieving this thing. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Because and and obviously it was built up for whatever reason. You know, um, yeah, yeah. the environment I grew up in, experiences, speaking to people. You know what I thought success looked like. You know all this kind of stuff. And dude, let me tell you, when that thing came crashing down, oh man, <laughs> but it was it was rough. I'm telling mm. you, I, I had to, I had to delude myself for many days, many, many days to be like, you're going to get through this. You're going to, you know. Well, luckily you stopped at days, bro. I mean, <laughs> you get people that are going on, they did, they, the delusion goes on for years. Yeah. That's so true. thank God you stopped at days. And, and just for, for some reference for the audience, how long ago was this, Bash? Oh, this is probably where we now. And yeah, it's probably about 13 years ago, 14 years ago, somewhere there, yeah. you know. Relatively speaking, you're quite young when that happened. Yeah, then. I'm talking 21, 22, you know, when, yeah. when, when these things kind of take place, you know. And, um, and I mean, at that point in life, you have got stars in your eyes. Yeah. I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about, you know. It's like, ah, you know. And I'll be honest with you, I believe that's, that's by design because you need that kind of gusto to take on life. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you need that. But the problem is, is that the gusto is not the anchor. Mm. You, you understand what I'm saying? The gusto, yeah. the gusto comes from a belief. Yeah. You know, it comes from, from a belief of, of potential opportunity, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and what happens is, is that when you get evidence to the contrary, then the belief changes, the gusto goes. So we're saying that the, the belief that confirms in a lot of people that they should be great one day 
is just that temporary gusto that they've got until it's gone. Yeah, until they get other evidence. Yeah. So you're in school and wow, you know, your parents are telling you, your teachers, you know, you know, the, the favorite teacher, <clears throat> if you're the superstar pupil, is like, man, you got so much potential. You know, you're going to make it big in life, you know? Yeah. And you don't know why or how. You just know, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I agree, damn it. I uh, agree. <laughs> that is it. I'm going to do it. And, you know, you, you give it your all. And rightfully so, you should. Yeah. You know, you should have that, that gusto and that, and that hope, you know, to, to give it your all, 100%, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and when the evidence changed for me, I was like, what do I have now? Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah. more importantly, now there is obstacles in my way. Mm. But I've got no evidence that I'm going to get there. Yeah. I've got no evidence that I've got support to get there. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think with a lot of young people today, you know, a lot of them are left to figure things out. You know what I'm saying? By, yeah. by, by like themselves. Yeah, I would say so. Um, sure. There's a couple of reasons for that, I'd say, as well. I mean, today's day and age, I mean, we've got uh, a generation that's borderline growing up without decent parents, number one. So one hell of a lot of the the youth out there, the younger generation, they're sort of winging it, man. They're looking to celebrities. They're looking to the finished products mm. to try and guide mm. them, which yeah. is all great and stuff because it gives you that sense. It does. It recharges the gusto quite a bit. Mm. But when the rubber meets the road, gusto doesn't get you through that that the sort of um, bumps and obstacles like you're saying. Yeah, hundred percent, right, hundred percent. And when it comes to the younger generation, it's almost a thing of well, they just haven't really experienced much. You know, like like you're saying, when you crash and burned, in this example that you were just explaining to us, you were 21, 22. I went through something similar when I was out of school, and it's when we're very young. It's when there's like hardly any mileage on the clock. Mm. It's almost a thing of, well, we didn't know any better. But at the same time, the people that came before us, did they know any better either? Mm. Mm. So as much as, like you're saying, you listen to the stories that you hear from, <laughs> and something I've always struggled with. So actually, I take my hats off to you for listening <laughs> to the stories from like the older generations. Yeah. Because, And maybe you can touch on why this is something that I struggle with in the sense that, a lot of me is only open to listening to people who are in a position that I want to be in. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. right. Yeah, that's huge. So, like, as soon as like I'm seated or sit it down, or, huh? oh my gosh, my English. As soon as I'm like sat down <laughs> with a person that in my mind I'm like, something's not right, Chaz. This is definitely not where I want to be. Then I, I'm already closed off, hmm. right? And you're saying that, you know, a lot of that gust is coming from where our beliefs are and all of that. So uh, I don't want to make this sound too confusing, but it's, it's, it's almost like the gusto knows what's going to help it and what isn't. Mm. Right. So then in my personal journey, when I came to know Jesus and I got saved, that's when my gusto was like lit on fire. I'm like, exactly. All right. This is cool. This is someone that ain't going to let me down. Mm. This is someone has qualified me this is someone that's in a position that i can look to and not doubt where it's yeah. coming from or doubt the means and the methods and the ways that got jesus to be the person that he is right it was pure it was truthful it was clean like the bible says he's the way he's the truth he's the life and you know reading that and then experiencing it brings it to fruition in your heart and then you experience it on the day-to-day -day, and you're like wow that's cool mm. 
hundred percent. That's not connected to me because previously it was. And I love what you said about the teachers, right? The teachers that put their their comments down. Yeah. So I'll never forget it. And it's something that actually still helps me on a day to day basis sometimes. Is that it's either in grade eleven or matric, and my art teacher put down. It was my trick. It was my testimonial. You know, you get the oh, testimonial. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And my art teacher wrote it for me. And she had like such beautiful words. She was like, Louis is a man of character. He'll exceed at whatever he puts his mind to. Which is like great words, right? Because in my mind, it was also like, cool. She sees that I'm not just capable at art. She's saying whatever I put my mind to. Yeah, for sure. Bro, let me tell you. I leave school, try to start working, earning some money. I'm like, I'm not capable of anything no more. <laughs> Like, I can't put my mind to anything right now. What is going yeah. on? Where's my mind? And I was like, I was capable in that environment, not so much in the next one. Yeah. And well, at least that's how it seemed, you know, because a bit of growing up and learning and whatnot had to take place. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that my gusto was connected to that and it crashed and burned so damn fast. Yeah, completely. Until, completely. like I mentioned, until I came to the person of Jesus and then the gusto. It, the gusto even changes, to be honest. Mm. It, it moves from a... Because gusto almost sounds like it's temporary. Yeah, like call it a short burst. Call it a drive, a motivation. A drive. You know, that's yeah. a good one. It's yeah. a drive. Yeah. Where you know, coming to something that's more pure and more, I would say, one hell of a lot more solid to anchor yourself to. Mm. It doesn't become a drive. It it literally becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a way of doing things. Mm. It's mm. very very cool to have experienced that difference, and I think. What we want here with the Respawn podcast is for others to potentially consider experiencing that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, Lou, it, it, you hit it on the head because the same thing for me now is, is when that whole thing happened, yeah. it was discovering this person who claims to be the way, the truth, and the life, you know? And, and that person is Jesus, you know? Yeah. So, so let, let's break down what you, what you explained because you said you went to work you were out in the big, the big bad world, okay, yeah. the proverbial world, you know, and um, still, like you were saying, you know, low miles on the clock, you know, you, yeah. you, you're still trying to figure out, geez, what is life, what is life about, you know, the only thing yeah. that you know for sure is what you enjoy and what you don't. In terms, not, not even. Yeah, not yeah, even. <laughs> not even. You know, you're still discovering, but um, you know, you're going along, and then, like you were saying, is that when when you met him and when you chose him, yeah. you got a a, a a reignited gusto. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, you got now a different motivation to have that gusto. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? So before, before the motivation was, okay, I'm going to achieve this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, right? Mm -hmm. And then I will be who I want to be. Yeah. But now yeah. when, when we it's come good. to Jesus, when we come to Jesus, he's telling us, this is who you are. That's it. It's so beautiful. You with me? And it's, it's it's almost like a instead of instead of getting a run a run up to make a jump, it's like you're already on the launching pad. Yeah, completely. It, it's completely. actually yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and that's it for sure. So it's really, what it comes down to. So when we when we look at it, right, this is the main thing that changes. Is now, and I remember I was explaining how that our environment gives us evidence that listen, you you ain't gonna get no gusto here, bro. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to reach that dream. You're not going to, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know. And we see it daily. We see it daily. I mean, you ask business owners, employees, consumers, whoever is, is, is in the functioning world, right? Yeah. You ask them and they will tell you, oh, flip, interest rates are going up. Okay, we got to pull back on the holiday, you know. 
or these interest rates have gone up. We got to sell the house. We can't afford it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, or oh guys, we got to tighten up the budget. Petrol's going up. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, South Africa's lost visa rights to this place. You, you know, whatever it is, right? Yeah. All that stuff happens, and people immediately feel the restrictions, the limitations. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Um. This mechanic is exactly the same for someone who's in the position that, that we're speaking about, right? Yeah. But, but here's the thing now. Being in Christ, okay, being in Christ, you don't get your value at the end of the process. You, you get your value it. at the start of the process. That's it. You know what I'm what saying? The, the, he, he, and, and the thing is, he, he always has the value. He's always had the value for us from the beginning, mm. right? But when we, when we choose to believe that, then we start experiencing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and here's the best part, right? Here, here's the, 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 the best part about choosing Jesus and experiencing this new gusto, right? Yeah. Is this, is that regardless of the evidence I get from my environment, he still got away from me. <laughs> yeah. You, you with That's me? So, so, yeah. so here's the thing now. The thing is, is that I was looking to a specific environment, yeah. right? For possibility, to achieve my dreams, to make it happen, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? I got to that environment and it was upside down. It was completely different from what I thought it was. And now I actually realized that, you know, there's so much limitation there. I may not get to where I want to get to. Yeah. But Jesus comes in, right? Jesus comes in and he makes a statement. He says, listen, I have come to give you life and life abundantly. He makes a statement to say that I've spoken these things to you so that your joy may be full. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we go on further in the New Testament and we see all these promises about being children of God. You know, we see that we are overcomers. We're more than conquerors, that, that God is always for us. You know, all these, these, these amazing, amazing scriptures. And what happens is, is now when we're in that environment, instead of losing hope, because our hope was in the environment, you know, my hope was in a degree. Yeah. You know, coming from, coming from a, a, a bit of a poor upbringing, you know, which yeah. I'm sure a lot of people can share the likeness in that, um, you know, coming from a poor upbringing, especially in this country, you know, I, my thing was, is that I'm not going to be poor like this. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get rich. I'm going to look after my family and that's it. And yeah. I had decided that this thing is the only way I'm going to get it. This degree is the only way I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. And, you know, going through it and, and when it, when it fell apart along the way, what went with it? My hope of being rich. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was shattered because I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna make it. It's like yeah. Oh my gosh. But but here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I come to Jesus and he says things like, My grace is sufficient for you. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You start studying the the character of God and, and he makes statements like, listen. Remember the Lord your God, for he is the one who has empowered you to create wealth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm realizing that, wait a minute, I've got a whole world of opportunity now that's different from what I made up from my circumstance. Yeah. Now when I look at Jesus, he's saying, no, 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 hold on. There's no dead end. Yeah. You with me? There yeah. isn't a dead end like you thought that job was uh, uh, something and then it ended and that was over. You're yeah. saying, no, 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 no. Listen, he is the one who leads us into every good thing. Yeah. You know, James says that every good and perfect thing comes from God, you know? So this mechanic of, of I sense that I'm made for greatness. I can feel it, you know, like, like mm. it's in me, you know, everyone's going to be the next big thing. 
Yeah. You know? And the truth is, that's by design. Mm. We've been created in the likeness and the image of God. We've been, we've been destined for greatness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what's happened is, is that the programming that we've gotten, okay, has made us believe that we'll only be great if we achieve it. Yeah. We'll only be fulfilled if we achieve it, that, that it's all on us to make it happen. Yeah. You with me? Yeah. And, and it, it, that's what disillusioned us about the big bad world, you know? Mm. But Jesus is saying, listen, abide in me, you know, find your identity in me, find your value, find your greatness, your what, whatever it is, find it in him and his mm. value for us, right? And what's going to happen is along the way, he's going to navigate us. He's going to lead us, you know, through whatever circumstance we, can, we, we may find ahead of us. It yeah. won't be a limitation. He's going he's gonna to show us through. He's going to show us around. You know, all that kind of stuff. And by walking in step with him and placing our hope in him, over time, we get to the things. That's it. And we have one hell of a lot more on our side than if we went the, the route that we thought we needed to take. Or the route that the world is uh, promoting that we do take. Mm. And I love what you're saying there is that, you know, Jesus steps in and he leads us. The Holy Spirit inside of us leads us, shows us the way. And what's beautiful about that is that it just takes such a massive weight off your shoulders. That's the thing. And that is what allows Iman, and I've experienced this, that is what allows you to then move freely. Mm. Because exactly. that weight, that, that massive responsibility that you've taken on for goodness knows what reason. Because it actually it nowhere tells us to do that. Mm. But as human beings, we just, we just take it on. And yeah. it's because we, purely because we don't know who we are as his children. That's it. You know, I mean, you look at just today's day and age. I mean, the kids don't wake up and decide what they're going to do. Mom and dad have the day planned for them. Hmm. You're going to dress now. You're going to brush your teeth. You're going to have breakfast. Then we're going to take you to school. Then X, Y, and Z is going to happen. Mom and dad are looking after them. They're just enjoying the freaking experience, man. Of course. Absolutely. And then as soon as, as soon as, and like you're saying, like the, almost the coming of age when the gusto collapses, it's because we've tried to take all of this on with our own weights. Exactly. And like you were saying as well, is that a lot of people don't even recover from that. Mm. And I, purely, I, I think it's one of the reasons is because they're still trying to take on that weight by themselves. Instead of surrendering to Jesus, to God, who's got a vision for their life, who can show them the purpose to put them on this journey to get to know him and get to experience him. And in yeah. doing so, they're going to be looked after. In doing so, the people around them are going to be looked after. The family's going to be looked after. Mm. But, you know, to your point that you're making there and something that I've also experienced that's so beautiful about allowing Jesus to guide you is that the process changes. So the process doesn't go away, right, when Jesus gets involved or when you allow the Holy Spirit to help you. It's yeah. not that you don't embark on a process anymore, but the process changes from the way it looks to the way it feels to what you experienced and to what others experience around you. 100%. Right? It's usually one hell of a lot less collateral damage to begin with, which is great. Yeah. But you know, you mentioned something of heightened emotions and can we just talk about that? Yeah. When you're going through a process by yourself, the, the peaks and valleys, man, Dude, valleys, I mean, I mean, consistency that you get when you allow Jesus to guide you through a process. Yeah, for sure. I mean, let, let's talk about that thing, you know, the, where you were saying taking on the way, I mean, that emotion in itself, it's like you, you understand, yeah, you understand the magnitude of the task, right? Mm. But also you're met with this thing of, Oh, flip, I can't do much. Because <laughs> why? Well, you... well, perfect example, right? You look at someone like Elon Musk. Yeah. Okay, we can all admit 
hyper successful, right? In terms of what he's achieved, what he's done, you know, obviously the amount of wealth that he's accumulated, et cetera, et cetera. But then you look at the cost where it's literally like how many work hours a week? Yeah. And, you're just like, and you're like, oh, hell no. That, that. <laughs> it's like, Mr. Musk, you can keep it, bro. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't need that. And it's just, I know it's a very extreme example, but to your point, you come to a point that we, of realization where it's like, I can't actually do this. If I had to, though, this is the cost. Mm, mm. And that cost outweighs the benefit like a million to one. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And you know, that's it's those kind of things that you're met with when that weight's on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you, know you know the target to hit, but you know your ability to hit the target. Mm. And there's this constant mismatch, you know? And that's why I like what you said there, where, you know, the process is the process, mm. you know? But with Jesus, he's with you. You're not on the process alone. And you've got his wisdom, you've got his grace, you've got his peace. You know, everything that the Holy Spirit gives to us, you know, it's, it's right there with it. So when we talk about practical, right, we're saying that the, the, the safeguarding factor, before we get to the emotions now, right, the safeguarding factor is that we must make sure that we are accepted, successful, significant, valued, whole, content, content, <laughs> um, in him first yeah. before we're seeking after these things. Yeah. Are you with me? Because it, it, it is what you're saying is that the cost to get these things, right? People have paid with blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. And the truth is, is that not everyone is willing, firstly, to go through that. And secondly, not everyone uh, um, has that staying power to go through it. That is true. You understand. Yeah. And whether it looks like discipline or character or personality, you know, whatever it is. But when we understand that, wait a minute, this is what Christ has given me. This is the wholeness he's given me, the value, the contentment, everything. What I'm doing now, I'm doing it from that place. Yeah. I'm not doing things to, uh, uh, to get those feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm now already established in that. So now I'm never burning out when I'm going after these things. Mm. You with me? That's yeah, the thing. 100%. Because, because, dude, failing. Like, like, let's talk about those emotions you were saying. You know those heightened emotions. <sighs> La on last episode, you were talking about the art thing, right? Yeah. Right? So, um, heightened emotions or, or um, like negative thoughts. You know, heightened emotions, negative thoughts. What, what was, give me the, the most prevailing ones on this journey of trying to learn art, you know? Man, all I can say is that straight off the bat yeah. is that in a process like that without Jesus, right? In any process, what I've quickly, quickly discovered is that you are your own worst enemy. Oh, easy. So as much as I'm providing the gusto, I'm also the one that's killing it most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird like catch 22, right? Because like, I just think about it back in, into those three years when I was doing the arts. And um, the, the, the first heightened emotion is that already then, as much as this is something that I want to do, I'm thinking of all the reasons that I'm already disqualified. And that's already, it sets you off on a very bad path because as much as you perhaps performing the activity correct, like you at the tennis, yeah, you might be doing the backhand perfect, but you in your mind, you're going to think it's horrible, even though it's actually okay, but you're never going to get to the place of appreciating it. Yeah, yeah. If, if yeah. you are not on that process from the right standpoint, right? Mm. And the, the second most um, prevalent thoughts not really an emotion but prevalent thought is 
you're constantly constantly comparing yourself to oh, other people. Dude, that's huge. Yeah, there's always someone else that you you're looking to them because you, you kind of admire them. You you realize, hey, this person's doing something right. I like it. But it's not like a it's not a it's not in a good light. It's almost a I see what they're doing. This is what I need to do to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. It's never or, or at least be like them. Be like them. Well, yeah. well, for me, okay, this is me being brutally honest with the audience. Yeah, I never wanted to be like them. I just wanted to be better than them, and that's me being brutally honest. Yeah, look at and, you. You know, I never wanted to really do it in a way that brought them down, but I wouldn't go out of my way to bring them up. Hmm. And that is something. It's a I, horrible. Wait, hold, hold. Is is that healthy competition or unhealthy competition? Oh man, because that's not Goku vibes. Goku's like, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna fight you at your strongest. Lose like no, stay down, sucker. I'm gonna beat you. Like, well, well to be fair, I've always been more of a Vegeta fan. <laughs> <laughs> Just things going congruent with what I'm saying, right? Fair. So, so, so the way that I used to see it, and this is kind of, uh, you could call it a bit messed up in a sense, but it's like, I'm gonna do my absolute best to beat you. Mm. If you don't recognize that I'm doing that, you deserve to get beaten. However, I welcome the fight nonetheless if you decide to see what I'm doing. You Fair. get what I'm saying. I'm so it's like if the competition's there and it's it's upping the, the game. That's great because I see it as a benefit because mm. it means I have to up my game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, like I was saying, the whole point of me saying all of this is that the, the thoughts are negative. The mm. the feeling around it isn't cool. Yeah. You know, there, there's the temporary satisfaction of saying you're the best, that you're on top, that you've come this long way. And you do learn things along the way in the process. There's mm. always going to be nuggets that you hold on forever because there's disciplines and this and that that you which you can pick up and copy and paste and they'll work to an extent, right? Yeah. But the experience itself, the actual experience is not a good one. Yeah, agreed. It, it, it's got agreed. enjoyable points here and there, but to the point of the heightened emotions, one day it's great. The next day it's, it's stress and fear. The next mm. day it's great again. And then it's like just boring and like nothing's happening at all. And then it's peaks and valleys again. So what I learned with my, my process and, the art process being just one of them that I'm, we're discussing is that without Jesus in that picture, it's a very unsteady process. Yeah. Like completely yeah. unsteady, completely selfish, to be fair. Um, and not really something that you want to talk about. Nothing to actually brag about in a sense because nothing of substance come, came out of it or comes out of it. And that's just from my experience is that nothing of actual substance comes out of a process that's built on self. No, for sure. Well, I mean, that's, that's biblical. Yeah, you know 100%. And I've lived it and experienced it. And it, it's it's a scary thing because you almost, well, it's a scary thing and it's a good thing, right? Let me qualify that in saying that now where I am now currently, it's a good thing in a sense that I can do the check to make sure, hey, what, what's happening in this process? Where are we doing this from? What's happening? These are the same sort of red flags that we picked up previously, but it's a scary thing to see how easily one falls in to doing a process like that yeah you get what i'm saying yeah yeah, i'm with you i'm with you and and you know like just to you know remind everyone that we are talking about a process and you know uh, i like what you said that it's never pretty <laughs> you know if if i mean viewers viewers will know i mean louis will also know if you ever speak to anyone in life who has built or achieved or created or you know whatever anything yeah. you know they will tell you the process is terrible i don't know if a lot of people today would admit that, you know, yeah. because everyone wants to look like they did it effortlessly, you know, kind of thing. Um, but the truth is, is everyone will have some ugly phase 
in that process where these kind of thoughts and emotions come up, you know, yeah. like, like I remember, dude, you know, um, the tennis club that I'm part of, you, you know, we're kind of like, uh, always fighting for first and second place in our district. Right. Yeah. So I decided now I want to join this club cause I'm, I want to get serious about my tennis. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I mentioned in the previous episode, you know, um, and you know, on that process, dude, it's, it's the thoughts of how, I'm putting in so many hours, but I'm not seeing results. A basic one. Mm. I'm, I am, I am going my all at this thing, but I'm not seeing it. Basic, you know? but very real. Yeah, it's it's so basic, you know. Uh, another thing is is that because <laughs> oh, it's tough. Yeah, you know, because I'm in my own body, right? So when yeah. I'm hit, when I'm, for example, that backhand, you know, and I, I play a single-handed backhand, you know, so yeah. it's dubbed the hardest shot in tennis. You know, I don't know why I chose that one, but anyway, felt natural. I think it's it's, it's, it's in ego personality. Yeah, bro. that's terrible. <laughs> anyway, so so now I'm watching someone else at the club hit the backhand. Yeah, I'm watching Roger Federer. I'm watching Stan Wawrinka. You know, and I'm seeing all these guys, and I'm just like, wow, you know. And I'm just like, I want to look like them. I want to do it like them. You know, all this kind of stuff. And I'm throwing more hours and more time and more resources. And you know, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. But Every time I swing that damn racket, the ball goes in the net. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And and the the biggest thing that for me, right, was confidence. Okay. The biggest thing yeah. I struggled the with, the, the biggest negative uh, uh, impact I could say on that process is confidence. Because yeah. I never had confidence until uh, as long as I wasn't performing well. <sighs> You, you know what uh, I'm saying? And yeah. and we I'm using tennis as a trivial example, but I mean, let's say, uh, okay, art. I, I don't know much about art, right? But I mean, let's say one day you're not mixing colors well or you're not sketching well or something, you know? Yeah. Th- your confidence is absolutely shattered. Yeah. Y- you, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's absolutely crazy. But the thing is now, it gets shattered to a point where you become so vulnerable, mm. you know, that you're even questioning your existence as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so extreme <laughs> so true yeah but 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 you know, you know i can't do this i can't do anything exactly What's the point? Why, why am i why am i even alive i don't even know you know but you know what i'm saying we're, yeah. we're making it a bit trivial and light-hearted but you know i'm sure a lot of people can agree that they go through that yeah. you know and we're talking about hobbies that or like skills we try to get you know Let, let's talk about you know work and 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 uh careers yeah. Uh, expertise. Let's talk about relationships. You know all those kind of things. Yeah. These things that affect our confidence because we're performing badly. Uh, well, yeah. You know? I mean, like, just a small example. I mean, look at any any person that's 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 lost the business. Mm. The, the sort of emotional uphill that they go through to recover from that, and majority of well, not majority, but I mean, a small part of them. The only recovery from that is death. Unfortunately, it's literally mm-hmm. the, the only escape that they see in their mind from what that crushing of the confidence does to them. Yeah. 100%. And it's, it's a scary, scary reality. And like mm-hmm. you said, we're making it lighthearted and trivial, but the mechanics the same. Yeah. It's the exact same in literally every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. You know what and, I'm saying? And it's quite scary, to be honest with you. And I mean, I mentioned uh, relationships. You know, you gave a good yeah. business example now, you know. But let's take relationships, all right? Yeah. Uh, look, Lou, I know, I know you are, you are Mr. Hot Stuff. You're the stud, right? So obviously, yeah, 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 you, you, yeah. you, you may not have had this, this scenario, <laughs> but I mean, um, have you ever been in a scenario where you told a girl you liked her? And let's just say that wasn't necessarily reciprocated. 
Oof, more times than I'd like to admit, bro. <laughs> Are you putting me on the spot? I, I'm so, look, look, I'm sorry to expose you, you know, but <laughs> but the thing is now, let's take Man, it. I'll go one step further and expose myself, right? I know. With the point of confidence. Yeah. I didn't even get to the place of telling the damn girls I like them. I just disqualified myself already. I was one like, time. Yeah. So, but, so yeah. okay, so, so let's follow that process, right? So the first one, you were like, oh, this is so cool. I really like this girl. Wow, this is cool. And then you go to it like, hey, um, yeah, you know, I think you're really cool. I, I like kind of like you. And then she's like, ew, get away from me. And you're like. <laughs> oh, that's tough. You know, then uh, your whole life is shattered. You are like. You feel this big, man. Dude, it's, it's like, like, why, why am I even alive? You know, you kind of, <laughs> you kind of feel like that. And then, you know, you recover from that rejection and that failure and that heartbreak, you know, and all that yeah. stuff. But then along the way, another girl comes along and then. You're like, yo, this one is, yo, I really like this one. She's awesome, you know? Then you want to go tell her. But now because it's the second one, you know, you like, okay, maybe she's really different from the first one. You know, you still have that kind of hope, you know, that kind of thing. It's a bit of delusion. Yeah, yeah, You know, you, or, yeah, you kind of talk yourself into it. Yeah. And her response is the same. Yeah. And you're like, oh, now what's the next thing you do? It's like, flip, it's me. It's been two now, you know? I'm the problem here. I am the drama. You know, kind of thing. Oh, the drama. <laughs> so, like you said, you you know, that happens enough times. You get to the point of where you play out the scenario in your head, you yeah. know, and, and you self-sabotage, you short-circuit. 100%. You, you know what I'm saying? And Whether uh, you realize it or not, it's happening. Exactly. It, it, yeah. It's going to happen because why? You now are not going to take a chance because of the, the negative emotions you're going to experience from an outcome not going the way you want it to go. Yeah. Rejection, failure. Um, uh, you know, being irrelevant, you know, um, hurt, whatever those things are, you know, not being enough is probably the biggest one, yeah. you know, um, and, and like even at the tennis club, you know, like when they would select me for the team, the one time I was actually team captain, you know, yeah. and I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, no guys, I can't be team captain. My serve is this and my backhand, you know, and it's all that confidence was there, whatever. And, but you know, in the midst of it, you got to be so aware of where those emotions are coming from. Because like yeah. you say, you're your worst own, your, your own worst enemy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You are yeah. judging yourself to a level, right, that no one is even conscious of. Yeah. You with me? You are seeing yourself so critically that you can't even accept yourself the way God accepts you. You, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so when we're talking about the process, you know, these, these negative thoughts and emotions, we wanted to bring it up tonight, obviously, because we wanted people to understand that it's normal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And, and on this process, uh, these things happen, uh, yeah. you know, and along with the negative thoughts and emotions. I mean, you look at, you look at just basic limitations in the process, mm. you know. I, I, I've told you many times, dude, that, you know, looking back now, my biggest limitation was that I didn't have the leadership I was looking for. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have the leadership I knew I needed, you know, where, the, where a, a mentor, you know, a, a coach. Mm. There's someone to, to, to guide you, man. Yeah. Someone to say, hey, maybe just rethink this or consider exactly. that. Exactly. Just like someone to see, see someone, someone to see objectively even. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Because the thing is this is like, okay, well, who do you follow? Like, like who's doing it right? Mm. Uh, what's working over there? You know, I wrote a few down here. Um, um, do I have money to do this? You, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, um, to, uh, to, to be 
in their thing where should I even take the chance to do this? Yeah. Is this something that can work? You know, there's all these blind sides there. And, you know, there's, there's two extremes of it. I've seen people be very impulsive, you know, and yeah. they, they, they forfeit everything to chase down this thing. And, man, it doesn't work out. You know, yeah, almost without even this actually practically considering you, what you know what I'm saying, yeah. or what the possibilities are. A hundred percent, you know. Straight into it, and I find I find like you know you mentioned, um, you know, uh, the a lot of young people today they are kind of left to their own devices, you know. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's just it's just the culture of our times, you know, um, that people are taking a lot of influence from social media and you know whatever else it may be. And they're deciding for themselves, this is what it's going to be. But the truth is the value in having people to help you, experienced people, yeah. you know, is, is something that is priceless in life. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Lou, if you want to say, okay, Bash, I'm going to start a spice shop. <laughs> and you come to me and you say, listen, this is it. I've checked out the market. I've seen the commodities, you know, all this stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. And I say to you, okay, Lou, do you like spice? You say, no, no, I actually just like my food nice and bland. I'm like, okay, what do you know about spice, Lou? <laughs> no, I know how much it is. I'm like, okay, yeah. but if you don't know anything about spice, how are you going to be good at selling spice? Yeah. <laughs> That's logical question. You know what I'm saying? Now, it yeah. seems logical, but listen, when you're, in the, when you're in the frenzy of things of trying to get a business plan together and see an opportunity and make some money and, you know, all these kind of things, you know, you lose sight of reality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've had people come to me, youngsters, man. They're 19. At 19, they're deciding, no, I want to take up a sport profession. I want to make money from it. I'm like, but 19. The professionals who are making money started at four. Yeah, like the 19s are already the champions, the 19-year-olds. Yeah, exactly. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Scale, yeah. Yeah, so you, you, know, you dig a little deeper and then you realize, okay, they're actually just desperate to find some sort of success. Yeah. You with me? But now here's the thing. Let's use this example. If no one's there to help someone like that along, right, they're going to end up in ruin. It's, yeah. more, it's more disappointment. It's more destruction. You know, it's all yeah. those kind of things, you know, and, um, and that's why we created this platform, you know, is that we want to let people know that these things that you are experiencing are normal, yeah. you know, and, and the weaknesses, the struggles, the limitations, the emotions, the thoughts, you know, all these kind of things. But we're here to tell you that you're not alone in it. 100%. You know, we're the voices here on the screen. I get it. You know, we're talking, whatever. But there's a community you can plug into at CWW, you know. Yeah. And most importantly, Jesus is with you, That's you know. And, and if you take those, like, practical steps that we've explained tonight, um, if, you know, if you make a decision to pursue walking those things out, you're going to see the benefit, you yeah. know. I mean, one thing you mentioned, Lou, was um, when we talk about process limitation was uh, how, how you even feel with your walk with God when you're doing bad on the process. <laughs> Yeah, it gets affected, man. It really does because you immediately start questioning that as well. Mm. For God knows what reason, but it's uh, it just becomes like a natural default. Yeah. It's it's almost in a sense of you know what? Maybe I don't have to blame myself and take the accountability. Yeah, just go and blame the big guy. <laughs> you know, because immediately you blame God, or you if you if you're not in that position, then the flip side of that is. It must be me. It, it is still me. I'm not believing enough. I must mm-hmm. now go and do and find something that I can improve on. And to your whole point, you know, and what we mentioned in the beginning of this episode was that when you're in the process, it's so key and important to just slow down and see where you're at. 100%. And the reason why I'm bringing that up again is to say that 
like you're saying, mentorship, leadership, it's so vital. And honestly, believe a big part of that is because they are on the outside looking in. When you're in the middle of the process and you almost like streamline vision, it's very difficult to realize where you're going and how fast you're going. Whereas the person from the outside looking in can tap you on the shoulder and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just be careful here. You know, just consider this. You're going into a barrier here. You might want to go in this direction instead. And it's very much the same with having Jesus on the walk with you. Is that it's the Holy Spirit looking from the outside in, man. He knows the beginning from the end. He's given you this vision. He knows which way you should take. It's beneficial to look to him then. It's beneficial to say, hey, Holy Spirit, my guy, what's happening? Which direction do I go in here? Because I'm, I'm now choosing to slow down and sense where the life is at before I get hurt, before I dash my dreams. Yeah. And before I actually turn against you. Yeah. One person that I should be looking to, you know, and that happens with a lot of things. Mm. And, you know, you see it in human relationships. If someone is, is, if someone gets hurt or burnt or, you know, wronged in some way, they immediately turn against the people that they were expecting to have by their side, even if it's not the right thing to be doing. It's just that normal human reaction is just to, let's just blame everyone around us and not take any responsibility. It's like, no, 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 no. Slow down the role, slow down the process. Let's see where we're at. Let's look to God and let's just practically take stock of what's happening in this process. And, you know, that's just, uh, it avoids a lot of conflict. It avoids a lot of pain to be doing that. Yeah, for sure. And and like you're saying, we're just the voices on the screens here, but we're talking from real life experience. And we're talking from the community that we interact with on a week-to-week, day-to-day basis, where we're seeing these pain points being literally experienced each day for the same bloody reasons. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. It's it's happening for the same reasons. And like you're saying, the platform is here to tell you guys there's a better way to do it. There's a community to connect to. You don't have to go through the school of hard knocks, essentially. Mm. Right? 100%. 100%. Or at least you can you can limit the hard knocks. As far yeah. as possible, you, you know it. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the truth is, dude, you know, it's, and, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for Deeds and Tasso, you know, because, um, you know, they, they've been on this journey so much longer than I have, you know, yeah. and I promise you, they, there may be times where something is like, like hectically affecting me, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's to the point where, you know, I'm like, I'm not even sensing God. I'm like, you know, Lord, mm. I want to hear you, but right now I'm so flustered, you know? And I go to Deeds, I'm like, Deeds, listen, I'll go to Tasso, Tasso, listen. And they're like, Okay, no, no, I understand, but have you see, have you thought about this? And I'm like, hmm. what? You know, and and the thing is, this is that that does take a lot of humility. Firstly, you know, you got to yeah. be able to go to someone, but it takes a lot of trust. Yeah. You know, and and I th- I think trust is something that's that's very scarce in today's world, mm. because because people are very selfish, they're very self seeking. You know, so yeah. you know you like I've seen situations in front of my eyes, dude, where. Someone will open up to someone else about something very sensitive, mm. but because that person is so insecure about how they look, they'll make fun of that or they'll ridicule it, you know? So, so it's, it's such a, it's such a crazy thing. That <laughs> no, is, it is. And it's, uh, uh, but it's a real thing. I mean, you are. I don't know why that made me laugh. I just thought that was funny. No, it's because, it's because you were the guy. I know you were the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. That's but, terrible. But young people would agree with this, you know, that that it's not safe and it's not easy to open up. Mm-mm. You know, it's not. And the thing is, if you can't do that, you're never going to be able to be led. Yeah. You with me? Because leadership takes submission and vulnerability. 
That's it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be led, it takes vulnerability. It takes submission because you've got to see the value in in what this person's teaching you, you know? So out there, you know, it it takes time to find uh, the mentors or the leaders that you feel will take you on the the way. And it doesn't matter what your discipline is. But the thing is this, you know, I suppose the opportunity we want to give to everyone is that at CWW, and the link is in the comments, you know, uh, in the Mm -hmm. description, um, you can find that community. Yeah. You know, with many leaders, you can find that community where um, we are focused on helping people walk with God. Because the truth is, if you walk with God, you'll succeed in life. Yeah. It's That's, the blueprint, it. Man. That's it. If, if, if you truly walk with God in the way the Bible instructs us to, not that God's just your slice of pie on a Sunday, religious pie on a Sunday, or, you know, it's like, oh, I just got to say, say my prayers so I'll go to heaven, or, you know, not that. But mm. I'm talking about the true abiding in him, you know, yeah. these things that we're talking about, you know, um, that are seemingly difficult by ourselves, you know, through the Holy Spirit, they become joyful. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the key about the process is that we want to go through these things and achieve these things. And we want joy in the process. That's you know it. what I'm saying? It may be Experience difficult. Stuff. Yeah. It may be difficult and it, it you know, it, it may, it may cost some things and, and there may be ups and downs and whatever, but, we want to have joy, yeah. you know, and, and I think the crux that we're getting to, I suppose, in, in closing of the episode is that we want to make sure that people understand that Christ, right, is, is highlighting, okay, the importance of separating your value from your performance. Yeah, that's huge. Y- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not only that, um, but... He he is what gets you to do that. Exactly. He's the reason that you can do that. And just to reiterate what you said in the middle of this episode is that that is the starting point. Mm. Don't even consider embarking on an episode or on an episode on a process before you actually have done that. Before you've done the check to say, "Hey, this process does not define me. This process does not add more to me. I am already. I am." I am already valuable. I'm already complete. Exactly. If I can call that not really yeah. complete, but I'm already enough. You know, let's go. With what uh, what sounds like a good value word? I'm already enough. Yeah. Right. And that is because of Christ. Christ. And He allows you to do that from the get go. He's exactly. the starting point. You know, we we're actually busy discussing, and we we're like, you know, what's the what could be a potential way to like break down this process and to say how does it begin? Any process. You know, and it's like, and I mentioned it was, you know, recognizing the potential that, that God has placed in you. But I'm realizing now that it comes down to that, what you just said. Mm-hmm. Realize what your starting point is in Christ. That's it. And that is it. From there, you begin the process. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the process is as important as the end goal. Yeah. But if you're now attaching your value to the end goal, there's going to be a problem. Exactly. Because what are you going to do once you reach the end goal? Oh, if you, you miss it. Oh, if you miss it, yeah. yeah. Either which way, it's detrimental and it's just, it's not very sustaining. Mm. So that's a flipping excellent point, man. Yeah. And, and I, you know what, dude, this is... for that. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is the good news. You know, this is the good news of the gospel because the thing is this now is that if we, if we choose to establish ourselves, right? Yeah. I remember in the beginning, the, the question you asked was, okay, we know we have the sense that we're destined for greatness. Yeah. Right? But how do we know we'll get there? How do we know that that feeling is right? You know? I sense you have an answer for us. Well, we've gotten to the point now. Yeah. This is it because you have a value given to you from God. 
That's it. Your gifts, your talents, your personality, everything was created by God himself. He made you in his image and his likeness. Yeah. You know? Now, the thing is this now. Okay, but I'm destined for greatness. You are. You are. Because if you're in the image and likeness of God, right? Mm. If you are walking in his image and likeness, you should produce greatness. Jesus did. Yeah. You understand it. what I'm saying? Yeah. So the thing is this now is that just knowing that that's possible, right, is not what makes it happen. Mm. You understand? It is, it is the walking with him. It's the abiding in him. Are you with me? Yeah. Because we're just empty shells, you know, and this, little, this, this, this life that we have, which is seemingly long to us, 80, 90, 100 years, praise God, you know, um, we get to add to these shells. We get to fill them up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, when we get to the end, right, do we want to be bursting at the seams with all that God has done in us? Or do we still want to be empty and disappointed and heartbroken? It's a good question. It's a good question to leave for the listeners, Bosh. That's I it. And you honestly, know? I think that's, that's perhaps something, a, a direction that we can explore in the next episode is to say, you know, what is it that makes this happen now? Hundred percent. You know okay. what? What? What is it that makes a process actually now take place? Because, mm. like you're saying, it's all good to know something. In all honesty, knowing a lot of things hasn't helped me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: people say knowledge is power, right? Yeah. Now, the power that knowledge gives you, okay, is 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 the power of awareness. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, if you're knowledgeable knowledgeable about something, someone's probably not going to be able to manipulate you or pull a fast one on you. That's it, right? Yeah. But knowledge in itself is not the power to get things done. Yeah, 100%. There's a whole bag of toys that need to be unpacked. Yeah, that power comes from God. You know what I'm saying? That's that's his power at work in us. So I think, uh, listeners, yeah, we're already already, uh, over an hour here. We're just having fun talking about, you know, life with Jesus. So that's like really, really cool. But I think, um, yeah, I think let's cut it there. Please, 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 guys. Like, comment, subscribe, share. Put some detail in the comments if you want to, you know, um, let us know. Are we taking a direction you want to hear more about? Would you like to hear something about something else? Because as you can see, this is episode three now. We like to yap our jaws like we mentioned in episode one. <laughs> y- you know what I'm saying? But I think for tonight, that's enough. I mean, we, uh, we covered the process, you know, um, the emotions, the practical steps, you know, the justification, the, the, the gusto, you know, the disappointments, the heartaches. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll leave it there. And I, I would really like to see the feedback. You know, I'd really like to see the feedback and how it is. Mm. But from my side, guys, always remember that this is about enjoying life with Jesus. Yeah. This is about shaking off the failures, trusting in what he's done for us, and making sure that we keep respawning. You know what I'm saying? So from uh, myself, Bashironi, as always, grace and peace to you guys. And uh, we're going to see you on episode four. Yeah, man, that is super exciting. Guys, please take the time to re-listen to this episode. There's definitely a lot to unpack here. Share it with your friends, with your family. Just share it with a stranger, man. Invite them. See what they say. And uh, as Bash said, Respawn is about um, a better way of doing things, guys. It's about enjoying life and it's about realizing that, you know, perhaps there's a better alternative out there for you. So from my side, guys, as always, welcome to Respawn.